Christine. Good morning. Yes, so back with another one. This is Met Money Monday, Monday the 22nd of January 2018. Holy for flavors for you. Let's play a few tunes first, yeah? Mr. Flandon, Sean Paul. Real top gunner. What you expect from a real yard runner? We no play Dolly House, Gala Ball for the Yammer. Listen when me talk, when me talk in the summer. When me touch in the summer, me need to remember. Get in on back until November. Book your friend Brenda, keep her the vendor. I'm the love sender, no contender. Keep her the thing where I'd like fire. Make sure you know I'm the king, she can't remember. When that she get it touch, she turn and twist. When that she get it so I'd like to Steph London featuring Sean Paul, Popcorn and Sizzler. As I said, this is Met Money Monday. A little bit later, a little bit further on, we're going to talk to the queen of marketing. 
She owns a brand consultancy, marketing brand consultancy. I said we're gonna play a few more tunes now. In the morning when I wake up, you do my mind. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long. In the morning, in the morning, you're in my mind. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. It's like all the time, babe. It's like all the time. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind, yeah. You know it's cuffing season and I'm feeling ya. Let me hold the windows down, it's the night time, the right time, yeah. Reminiscing about the summer times when I drop taco. When I see a sun go down, girl, I'm cold, I'm so cold. Ah, uh, it got me creeping all up in your timeline just to see you. Ah, uh, and you got a man and you're trying to keep it on a deal, oh. Ah, uh, don't know what I'm gonna do or say when I see you. Ah, uh, God, I hope you understand that I'm a new man. Now. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long. Yeah, in the morning when I wake up, you're in my mind. Huh. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long. In the morning, in the morning, you're in my mind. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. It's like all the time, babe. It's like all the time. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind, yeah. Girl, you know what I don't think. Give me time so no go complain, uh You was good, you get me right on track Cut me down and I was still trying to play But I'm just trying to rap my wrongs All in a song for you Been around the world but I'm I still get ties for you Ah, uh, you got me creeping all up in your timeline just to see you Ah, uh, and you got a man and you're trying to keep it on a deal Ah, uh, don't know what I'm gonna do or say when I see you Ah, God, I hope you understand that I'm a new man I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long Yeah, in the morning when I wake up, you're in my mind huh. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long In the morning, in the morning, you're in my mind You there on my mind, babe You there on my mind You there on my mind, babe You there on my mind it's like all the time, babe. It's like all the time. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind, yeah. You there on pump, hey, my mind, gone gone, hey. You there on pump, hey, my mind, gone gone, hey, hey. You there. Giving you some real Afrobeats flavor. That was Malik Berry tune called Pon My Mind. We're gonna move into the sounds of Mr. Easy. Pour me water. Hopefully, we're setting him on the off right. Make money, baby. It's E. Kelly. Oh, baby. Pour me water. Holy water. When this fire. Pour me water. Some holy water. Make it quench this fire. 
Everybody want me, make I know fall in love with you. But I know answer them, I tell them, say now you. Right now you come and then you play me for a fool. I'm out here wondering which thing I do. Yeah, baby, pour me water, holy water, quench this fire. Yeah, 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 pour me water. Holy water, heal this fever. Every night, but I dey greet you, bonjour. The thing you do me, they do me convo. This thing I see, I be deja vu, deja vu, deja vu. Every night, but I dey greet you, bonjour. The thing you do me, they do me convo. This song I sing, I better not be for you, for you. Only you, pour me water, holy water. Cool my fever. Just pour me water, pour me holy water. Make it quench my fever. You know enough times to make money Monday, and some people take it the wrong way and get upset. They don't really understand the concept is not just to be money minded and money focused and do anything for money. The object is to get up, get motivated, and get moving. And if we put the correct time, the focus, the energy, the power, the everything that we have into the work, then obviously we expect to be compensated accordingly. And that's what we mean by Make Money Monday. Get up, get out and get it. And we mean specifically all of the entrepreneurs, the people that know that there's no days off, there's no sick days, there's no public holidays, there's no national holidays, you just got to stay on the grind. I want to send a special shout out to all of the post people and all of the lorry drivers right now. Everybody that's on the road regular that has to hit up their spouse like this. Like typing, babe just FaceTime me. And I ain't talking about no iPhone, baby I got time for somebody. And I don't really like them brothers in your contact. Baby I wanna make contact. I beg you tell me how you got your bum fat. Tell me how much contact. Really find me cool. I had a crush from ages, man. I've known this girl from school. The way that back moves make any brother turn fool. But you know I'm low Lukey, so I gotta play it cool. So when it's late night, hit me on the FaceTime. I don't want a voice call, I'ma hit the decline. Pattern up your camera, let me see you when your waistline. Even if you're no makeup with your head tight. Fresh up out the show, let me see you in the laundry. And you know that I've been waiting for you all day. Show me cake, show me cake like it's my birthday. And off the bat, I'ma probably swing me your way. Started with the icky, then we got busy. After our face, I'm concerned to certain sticky. It's lot of Lucas, but she call me lot of Lukey. And she don't rate the mother man because they move Lukey. And I don't really like typing. Babe, just FaceTime me. And I ain't talking about no iPhone. Baby, I got time for somebody. And I don't really like them brothers in your contact. Baby, I wanna make contact. I wanna make Baby, contact. you tell me how you got your bum fat. Turn around, bust contact. FaceTime me, girl, I'm tryna get turned up. FaceTime me, you're leaving on WhatsApp. FaceTime me, we can't just be friends. So why you gonna FaceTime me? Oh, I owe you. We can't be with no big young friend. 
Mercedes Benz And I've been kinda weak for a while Baby, I'll be working me since sleep for a while One shot, two, then three Baby, you need something for me And the Henny in the system making me go weak I need company, company I see her in the end of but it's from the West Indies Yeah, yeah, yeah You know they mob with Shana Holly But she already left with me yeah. Oh my, yeah, I when she's over Link up, grab a drink and you come over You know I really take my time when I control her So when you're ready, tell me that you're coming over I don't really like typing They just FaceTime me And I ain't talking about no iPhone Baby, I got time for somebody And I don't really like them brothers in your contact Baby, I wanna make contact Baby, you tell me how you are your bum fat Come around, bus contact Absolutely mad tune. That was a lot of boys tune called FaceTime Me. Now, ladies, remember if you want to FaceTime me, the number is 075. Yeah. Alright, so after this tune, we got the queen of marketing. She's gonna be teaching us a lot about how we should promote our business. No need to. What we should be doing with our businesses. So different, you always winning. No girl can match this. They can never match you. Cause you fire like matchsticks. You keep up your image, angel to sinners, but you the baddest. I can never be a fool to you, my lover. My lover, I'll never be a fool to you, my lover. Everything I do to you, my lover My lover, I'll never be a fool to you, my lover uh, My lover, yeah. My lover My lover My lover I'm your size and I'll decide when we take things further I keep you close, I'm no beginner I can do both, angel and sinner You chose the hard way, you picked a winner Bring the tequila, you know I'm a killer You're a boss, now and I see Your Jordans and your chain, so I see um, You wanna wife me Making promises for life, be. You know what I'm asking this No double dancing so I can never be a fool to you, my lover My lover, never be a fool to you, my lover uh, My lover, everything I do to you, my lover My lover, never be a fool to you, my lover Baby, 
caught And she ain't ever been about That's why I'll never be a fool to you, my lover My lover I'll never be a fool to you, my lover uh, My lover I'll never be a fool to you, my lover My lover Everything I do for you, my lover uh, My lover We are back on the couch and this is Met Money Monday. Today I have a very special guest. Um, somebody that I worked with for a billion dollar company a long time ago. Um, she's now created, she's now an entrepreneur, created her own brand and is very involved in brand marketing and that's what her brand does. So ladies and gentle people, I will introduce you to Dion from DPS Brand Consultancy. Hello. I think you need to say hello louder than that, Dion. Hello. This is Met Money Monday. So, you know, <laughs> we have nothing but vibes and that. Um, so, Dion, before we get to where you are today, mm-hmm. let's take a little trip back and let's look at work in history, actually. Um, you've done. Have you done marketing your whole life? Pretty much. I started doing um, my first inverted commas proper job was with the um, Department for Trade and Industry as it was back then. Um, it's called something different now. They keep changing the name, so I don't know what it is. Um, but basically, I helped businesses um, export their products abroad or connect with companies in different industries abroad. So that allowed me to go to the States. It allowed me to go to um, India. Um, obviously, travel around the UK as well. So I got to do lots of different things. So it's more on the business development side than the marketing and branding as such. Okay. And then um, then you got into kind of marketing for companies and that type of thing. Yeah. So then moved on to Edward Jones, which is obviously where we met. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your CV, you know. You don't have to tell me. Eons ago. Sorry. Um <laughs> But yeah, then moved on to, to Edward Jones, which is where I started my marketing and branding career. Okay. Um, and for those that don't know, I know it sounds like a silly question, but I believe there's no such thing as trade secrets here. So what is marketing? I know that's, that sounds odd, but some people might think, oh, well, you know, it's just, you just fling something out there on TV and, and that's it. What When you're doing marketing for a company, what what type of things would you expect? What are the um, achievable things? What are the targets? What, what are the type of things that you would need normally do in a marketing job? Marketing is about using different types of promotions, email, uh, radio, TV. Um, so it's very tactical. It's, it's very much about putting your, your business or your brand in front of your target audience and using those tactics to to get your message out and to help people recognise what you do and who you are and why they should buy from you. So it's very, marketing is very much about promotion and Mm -hmm. about visibility and and getting yourself out there. Okay, so you did that for a few companies, I'm assuming, over Mm -hmm. the years and then eventually decided to set up to become an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and, um, see, I already linked in, (laughs) and 
do it for yourself. Yes. Now, there's a lot of people out there, again, before we get into the real nitty-gritty and the real detail of, of, of the reason why you're here today and the reason why we're having this conversation, there's a lot of people out there that are pretty maybe successful or kind of happy in their day job or maybe they're not kind of happy in their day job and they want to take that step forward. Um, I feel it's quite scary to decide to, to leave maybe your day job where you have that security of that wage coming in every month for every week or whatever mm-hmm. and, and really take that step and become an entrepreneur and actually rely on your own skill and your own ability um, to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you find that transition? First of all, I I always wanted to have my own business anyway. So that's been an ambition that I've, I've had for a long time. And after being made redundant from Edward Jones, I did start out freelancing then. But um, I, I happened to be pregnant at the time as well. <laughs> so that's having a baby be, yeah. Yeah, and starting a business wasn't the most sensible thing to do. Um, so that didn't quite work out, but I learned a lot from it. And so then I went back to work and then worked for another two and a half, three years and then got made redundant again. I thought, okay. you know what? That's it now. It's not I'm, for you. This is, I'm not going there again. I need to control my own destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it's scary, but if you really have that passion and commitment to do something and it really means something to you, you'll find a way. There's solutions out there. It's just about talking to people and keeping an open mind and not kind of shutting yourself off because thinking that you can do it all yourself because you can't. Okay. You do need to get support in those areas where you're not confident or you you don't have as much experience in business. Having said that, there's a lot more... It's a lot easier nowadays to start a business than it used to be because of the internet. You know, there's so many online businesses out there that have started up over the last, you know, particularly over, probably over the last five years. There's, it's been booming in terms of online businesses mm-hmm. because you can pr- pretty much sell anything online. Um, so that that enables people to start their business up. It's quite fairly easy to set up a website. It's it's fairly cheap to set up a website. So there's not a lot of financial backing that you need necessarily depending on what kind of business you're setting up to to get yourself up and running okay um so then that goes that that that's that transition for you so you you got made unfortunately regrettably you got made redundant Mm -hmm. and then for the second time you decide well you know what this is it i'm i'm actually i'm gonna jump in at the deep end now and and do this thing properly um in that stage in that initial stage what were your main key challenges? And I know you talked about networking. Um, so did you build up a network prior to, to, to getting into it? I know you're going to know a few people, mm. but um, when I say build up a network, because it always seems like, for me personally, one of my biggest challenges when it comes to business is going to these networking meetings, you know? Mm. And I feel like I'm, regardless of what industry it's in, mm-hmm. you know, I always feel as though, boy i got to go shake hands with these people. I don't, don't really particularly think I'm going to like them anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the same thing from them to me. Um, I know within my um, business area, like music and that, you are supposed to be the most outgoing person, but normally the person on stage isn't that outgoing. 
um, apart from when they're on stage, particularly. Mm. Um, so, what would, what are some of the what are some of the tricks that you learn in developing your network and building your network of people and your net, your 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 circle of people? Um, and what were some of the challenges that you faced? I think initially, um, when I first started, I was focused on the financial services industry because that's what I'd known for the previous however many years. Mm. So I started off where I knew. Um, and obviously, knowing a lot of advisors from working with them, it was easier to kind of connect with them and they knew me. Okay. They understood how I worked because they'd worked with me before, so they were a lot happier to kind of come and work with me. But as it kind of progressed... I started to get interest from other areas and just recommendations from other industries. So I ended up changing my direction. So I wasn't just focused on financial services. Um, The biggest challenge for me, ironically, is that although I've got clients, being able to build your reputation and take on board people that can pay you more money (laughs) is the bigger challenge for me because only because I like to help smaller businesses Mm -hmm. because they probably need it the most I would say Mm -hmm. um, because they have that lack of experience they have that lack of um, resource available to them to to allow them to do what they need to do to promote their business so I'm quite happy working with those those businesses however the challenge with that is is that I have limited budgets of course (laughs) so when you look at time versus money, you're spending a lot of time working for a lot of clients for a small amount of money. Mm-hmm. So the challenge is to be able to put yourself out there to be to get those bigger clients where credibility plays a bigger role. Yeah. So that's the that's, that's the bigger challenge. Bigger challenges. Yeah. So you created DPS brand consultancy. <laughs> And you've been going for how many years now? Nearly four. Nearly four years. Um, What is it that you do with DPS Brand Consultancy? What do I do? Yeah. I... So, all right, let me rephrase that then. So you started out in marketing, we know that. You helped many companies become successful, I know that. Mm -hmm. Um, You then branched out by yourself and you do consultancy. So, um, and brand awareness and you help with that type of thing. So rather than me tell the people exactly what you do in your with your company, mm-hmm. it's probably best for you to explain to them. Okay, so on a day-to-day basis, I've got clients that I work with who I help them with their social media, predominantly keeping their website up to date, writing content for them. Um, when you say, sorry to interrupt you, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, when you say writing content for them, what do you mean? Like, so what like blogs. Of you do? Okay, so you're um, helping... It could be writing an ebook. Um, it could be updating their website with content, putting content on their social media pages, doing a bit of research on their industry and posting stuff industry-wise because it, it's not just about posting your own content. It's about looking at what else is out there and reposting that as well just to vary it up a bit, if you like. So on a tactical side of things, that's how I work with my clients. I've also just recently launched as you know my um online training platform so that is more again for helping people understand what branding really is because 
a lot of people will say, if I say to them, you know, what what does branding mean? So if I said to you, what is what is a brand? I'd say you might have a better answer. Colgate, McDonald's. Um, <laughs> no, it's, you know what it is. In my opinion, branding and you see, you put me on the spot now, Dan. Thank you. Um, is when you look at a maybe that logo or that name, you know exactly what it means. And you know something like Coca Cola, mm-hmm. as an example. In my opinion, and I could be completely wrong, so please correct me. All over the world, I don't think there's any country you can go into and, and people don't know what Coca-Cola or McDonald's or something like that is. And that's because of strong branding. It looks the same. It feels the same. You go into a McDonald's branch. You know what it is? Maybe because we come from a certain company where we knew every single branch looked the same. It, you know, from the outside to the inside, the whole setup was the same. Mm-hmm. It's like you just know that you're in that particular environment. Now, am I wrong or? You're not wrong. But you don't have... That's not the whole picture. Tell, tell the people. And that's that's a really great example that you've just given. Wonderfully political that, answer. That you, <laughs> you know. that you have a, that consistency mm-hmm. is what matters with... When, when you look at a brand visibly, the mm. consistency is absolutely correct. You don't want to go into McDonald's and get Burger King. True. It is what it is. They have their own... Um, ways of producing their products and delivering their service but what makes a brand a brand in order for them to get to that stage of where they are mm-hmm. it isn't just about the visibility the, the aesthetics of it is probably the easiest part to do okay the most difficult part to do is developing that consistency right and that comes from the back end of your business it doesn't come from the front end it doesn't okay. just come from the front end it comes from the back end because all the people that you have working for you the way you run your business so the systems and controls and processes um right down to you know your finance team your hr team everybody has to work together so to, to build that perception of what the customer sees so we're saying the culture of the company as well as culture. oh okay so culture is part of your brand your processes is part of your brand. Your operations is part of your brand. Every, everything about your business is part of your brand. Because if you imagine that a really good example is Uber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really good um, company in the sense of they come up with something that people think, yeah, it's, it's easy to get on. You just get on your phone, call for a cab. It's there. It's paid for done do you know what I mean that that philosophy that they've come up with is really great however where they've fallen down is in their culture mm. you know right from their top management down to their, their their the people that actually drive the cars their drivers do you know what I mean that culture piece has broken down completely okay you know and that's affected the perception of their brand from a customer perspective okay you know, so what I'm saying to you is, is that yes, the aesthetics of the brand is brilliant, and having that right is is good. But if you don't build, it's it's like it's your foundation. So I always say when I teach people, I say to them, your foundation is your mission, your vision, your values, because that's why you're there. If you don't have those things in place and you don't understand what they are, and the people that work for you don't understand what they are and how they fit into those pieces you may as well be building your business on a sand dune that's going to sink. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just not going to, it's not going to hold it up. I hear you. Um, that's a very, very important point because I think that, that, that point there's missed a lot in business. Um, 
<laughs> and I intend it's... to address it. Don't worry. No, nah, no, nah, that's such a, that's <laughs> such a great thing because you know how many people I know that are in business and they they're the front, right? So they're running. They got they got in their mind they know what they're doing, right? They're running, running and running, and they've got people in the team. They've got a team of people, mm-hmm. and I probably would say at least, and maybe your stats are different to mine. Between eighty and ninety percent of those people that run those businesses from the back to the front I bet most people wouldn't know what the mission is or what the what not only the mission statement but actually why they're doing what you know so an accountant knows yeah I'm doing I'm doing the accounts for the company but what's the company about really mm. you know so that's a real real key point yeah um I don't know if you remember when we was at Edward Jones we had those little cards on the table do you remember that had the philosophy yeah. on it yeah and just that little reminder to know why you're there uh, I think from my personal perspective that they had a really good culture yes um, and they they understood what it meant to motivate people because it's all well and good going to work and earning money but that only goes so far we all want to be appreciated for what we do nobody yeah. wants to go to work and go home and not be not that I'm saying you have to be thanked every day but knowing that you're appreciated for what you do and your contribution and knowing that your your ideas and your um whatever thoughts you have about making your job better is taken into account matters to us absolutely um 100 i think i don't think since leaving that particular company that i worked in another company where the culture was so ingrained from you know no matter who you spoke to in what country they were in mm. the culture was just the same everybody was you know they had that same approach now um how as a business do you go about doing that i'm not saying that in 2017 people are going to put place cards down and say you know here's the culture of the company but what would you do how would you do de- how do you develop the right culture in a business well you start with your mission your vision your values you start with your you start with your foundation because that is your foundation and you build it up from there and every person within that company like I said if if you work in sales if you work in marketing if you work in HR finance whatever you need to understand how your role fits into that and how you deliver what you do because that's what creates a consistency across the board because if you are in HR for example and you know what the mission is of the company what they're trying to achieve and what how your role plays into that and, in, and how you deliver that fits into the values and then what you tend to do in the future and where you think you need to develop fits into the, the vision, then you can do your job more effectively. If you don't know that, if everybody in the company didn't know that, you can imagine that people are going off on different tangents. We all have, you know, they, they have those personal development plans that you make, they make you do every year, but I don't think there's, a lot, there's enough substance around that to make people understand how to deliver that foundation piece properly that's important man um i said that's important because it's just not something that you really think about i mean i myself probably i'm guilty of that i have conversations with everybody in my team um and inclusion is great when i say inclusion i mean everybody feels involved in in the brand um but to have that 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 conversation, I don't know. I have individual conversations with everybody, mm. uh, but to just say this overarching, what does he say? Mission, values. What did you say? Vision. Mission, vision, values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 
it, it's just important. This is the vision, people. Bam. This is how we're going to get there or what I see that we need to do to get there and here's where you fit in into that puzzle. That's, that's, that's really a great... And asking them as well, where do you think we need to go? What do you think can help us move forward? Because again it's they have thoughts and ideas and they see things that probably they might not even say to you yeah but they they could be more than relevant to your business and help you progress your business further so ask them (laughs) get them to contribute make them feel like give make them have an entrepreneurial mindset as well people get scared of that i think um and i know from having worked in other companies as well that the minute you start putting ideas forward um, your senior but then again we're not talking about that we're talking about being entrepreneurs right so regardless of whether you work in an environment where a senior manager or whatever may not appreciate you maybe that's your and, and for, for being creative or for being entrepreneurial within that role then maybe that's your key to kind of set up for yourself the conversation continues after these few tunes this tune is Post Malone I Fall Apart and do remember on the 26th of January, this coming Friday's a night called Rum and Bass. Featuring DJ Neptizzle, myself, DJ Fernie, Blase Vanguard. Nothing but beer party vibes at the Hoxton Bar and Grill. She told me Showing, 
Whipping in the phone and the tears keep blowing Ice keep dropping and the drink keep flowing Try to brush it off but it keep on going All these scars can't help from showing Whipping in the phone and the tears keep blowing Working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. I hope on this Monday morning everybody's expressing their passion for what they're doing. I remember if you're doing something you don't like, you can always stop it. It's Met Money Monday, people. This is Roman Bass Radio. I am Cersei. You can hit me up on the social, it's at S-E-R-O-C-E-E. It's real simple. And remember, click the share button. Click the like button. Tell your friends. We are here, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is Roman Bass Radio. Baby, don't worry if I... Come home late like three or four When that chick call, I gotta go Baby, I'm sorry, that chick, it keep calling That chick call, like, brr, that chick call My phone boom, my phone boom, like, brr, my phone Doing numbers on them, numbers on, like, brr. Baby, I'm sorry, that chick, it be calling All oh, need no calculator, I'm too advanced Somebody call a future, I need some purpose. Today my 10 year anniversary, mine for 100 grand. Told my teacher in elementary, I gon' be the man. Told my bitch that she can leave me if she don't understand. They say more money bring problems, you need a problem then. If you hatin', go, you ain't eating, then I'm not a fan. If the league bigger than 50,000, I'm all in. Eyes open like I just snorted an eight ball. Chasing money like they just called for the last call. Don't say you rich, if you ballin', you know it's all. Chicken be calling. That chick call, I get up, gotta make it. Five in the morning, I be chasing. When it come to money, I be racing, I'm impatient. Like, baby, it's a play, can't miss it, gotta take it. I be at it by the minute, it be coming by the daily. I ain't got it, I go crazy. I got habits and three babies. We got lean by the cases, it take care of the tribulations. Family problems, gotta face it, I go hard, can't let it break me. Baby, I'm sorry that chick it keep calling. That chick call like, 
sorry that chicken be calling. I'm all about the Benjamin, like you said. And I ain't arguing with you niggas, I'm putting it on your head. I'm on my phone brushing shit, I ain't never said. You keep the accolades and the fame, I just want the bread. On every day I wake up to feel like tax season. I ain't never been a flag, or bitch, I really eat. I told my mom she straight forever, bitch, I swear to God. Yo, I swear that sounds like one of them Erica Badu songs with um the roots or something. Anyway, that tune was called Chet Carlin Plies featuring Young Boy. Young Money. Hey yo, fuck. Yeah. Ride with the mob, hum Check in with me and do your job. Erg is the name, Pinbola did the chain, Tono for the watch. Prezi plain Jane, Yamagini chain, rest in peace to my superior. Hermes link a feed a village in Liberia. TMZ taking pictures, causing my hysteria. Mama see me on BT and start tearing up. I'ma start killing niggas. How'd you get that tripe? I attended Harlem picnics where you risk your life. Uncle used to skim work, selling nicks at night. I was only eight years old, watching Nick at night. Uncle Psycho was in that bathroom bucket. Life to his gut, hope daddy don't cut him. Suicidal thoughts, bro. To me with no advisory He was pitching dummies Selling fiends mad ivory Grandma had the arthritis In her hands bad She was popping pills Like rappers in society I'll fuck your bitch For the irony I said meet you at your hoe If your bitch keep eyeing me Ride with the mob Hum do our law Check in with me And do your job Berg is the name Pinballer did the chain Torn on for the watch Prezi plain Jane Ride with the mob Hum do our law Check in with me and do your job. Erg is the name. Then Baller did the chain. Torn off for the watch. Prezi plain Jane. Suck a nigga, dick a song. Suck a nigga, dick a song. Suck a nigga, dick a song. Hey yo, I'ma explain why you probably never see me I push a Lamborghini, choke your magic like Houdini My body shaped like genie, booty dreamy, waist is teeny Yes, I told him to get titles so he streamy when he leave me I go hard in the booth, Biggie vibes, give me the loot I'm a classy millionaire, bitches ain't got the coup C-O-U-T-H, cause you can't spell it either If I call him, then he coming home, running Derek Jeter Bitches must be eating ass because I swear they're bottom feeders Ho, you know that you my son, I should've scrapped you as a fetus All these bitches rocking inches cause they followin' the leader I should switch it up on hoes and rock an afro like Lupita's I don't keep up with the Joneses, but I do know Catherine Zeta I'm with Candace, T.T. Tembi, and Viola, mi amiga Rap bitches, they gotta check in with the queen I'm the alpha, the omega, everything in between oh, Ride with Minaj, mmm, mashallah Check in with me, then do your job Queen is the name, Raffaello did the chain This is Monse, Patty playing Jane Ride with Minaj, mmm, mashallah Check in with me, then do your job Queen is the name, Raffaello did the chain This is Monse, Patty playing Jane Eat a Barbie ass or something Eat a Barbie ass or something Eat a Barbie ass or something
Bitch, this ain't for sure, this a toss-up Bitch, this ain't Toyota, this European Bitch, she ain't no hoe, she my girlfriend Bitch, this ain't no nap, this is how I sleep Bitch, this ain't no hobby, this how I eat Bitch, this ain't love, so it's love Bitch, this ain't the connect, this the plug Bitch, this ain't beef, this is world war Bitch, this ain't a show, this a world tour Bitch, you don't know me, man, you know me Bitch, this ain't the problem, this the solution Feeling like my chakras aligned From now on, call me Don Rhyming for days I couldn't eat And it was not Ramadan Niggas asking for a cut They just way out of line Thug, ho, this ain't no fault This a Maserati This not a movie, baby This a real dead body I'm on a one-way street About to have a trolley I fuck up one night Then I'ma duck about it You do anything for this little bitch You might be a Casper Speaking of being a Casper I spy my drink with Miley uh, You better not tell nobody Zip it, just zips and not it, y'all He from the back, turn to a car while I'm back and not it, y'all Hit on with 10, fuck it, I'ma go back and spot it This ain't time, this is our time Bitch, this ain't the plug, this the power line Bitch, this ain't diesel, this Gucci Bitch, you don't know me, man, you know me Bitch, this ain't Adidas, it's Puma Bitch, that ain't the truth, this a rumor Bitch, you ain't my friend, you a tumor Bitch, that ain't the new one, this new one Bitch, this ain't fourth quarter, it's crunch times No foul lines, just front lines Fuck taking shit, boy, I just take what's mine And I'm still hungry like a nigga was unsigned Don't nobody want this shit more than I want mine Fuck a free meal, boy, I'd rather go hunt mine When you get the bar, boy, you be fumbling When you talk, that shit be mumbling Man, I got my one shot, fucked around it And wonder if the dogs ain't dead And they one call from it, look Run you out your house and now your ass apartment hunting from that Michigan cold and I'm colder than that. Don't fuck with my crazy ass boy, your mama should've told you that. When we in it one way out, this life just like a cold attack. The hood behind me like a cobra back. You quote the internet, I quote the facts. But snake niggas never tell the truth, you a lie. If you swear to God one more time on your life, you might die. Real ones, I know you feel me. Independent women, know you feel me. If you self me, then you feel me. Text from my girl, she say, Come feel me up. Yeah. Real dogs, I know you feel me. My OGs know they feel me. Yeah. Bad bitch, you wanna feel me. Text from my girl, she say, Come feel me up. So, you set your mission, your vision, your values, mm-hmm. right? Things like mission statement, day one of your business, is that important? Yeah. Yeah. It's why you're. It's why you set it up in the first place. Okay. It? It's 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 your why. Hopefully, your why isn't because I want to become. Well, is it just because I want to become a millionaire? <laughs> 
Um, Hopefully, there's a little bit more substance behind why you want to set up the business. Nah, well, people, you know, when when we talk about missions, yeah, yeah, I want to make money. <laughs> but you know what? The Yanks say that all the time. Yeah, man, I did this, man, because I wanted to make money, man. I got to get the bag. Mm. So, well, you know, don't necessarily work all the time. Um, it's when you start looking for those catchphrases, and I've been looking for one for Roman Base for a long time. You know, like Gillette, the best a man can get, that kind of stuff, where that just <laughs> sticks in your head. And you think, oh, I ain't got one of those, man. So, ugh. so mine is from great business to great brand. See, you got one. We, but we that's got... because I'm a creative. I, that's what I do. We write, song, we write <laughs> songs around here. Things. We write songs around here. We creative too. Sure. <laughs> so you should be able to come up with one, right? <laughs> now we, we we've been struggling with a few. We've been we've got a few though. We've got a few. Um, again, but then again, that can come from your mission. What yeah. is it you're trying to achieve? What is it you want to get out there to people to understand about what it is you do? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> and we do know the answer. However, this is Make Money Mondays, not specifically about me <laughs> and about the brand that is Roman Base. It's about helping those people out there that we can mm-hmm. um, with the decisions that they make and, you know, maybe ease it for them. So... In speaking about that, we kind of mentioned networks um, and we mentioned missions and we mentioned also asking people questions and asking them what can you do within um, those that are within your firm or whatever, asking them what they feel that they can do to add value maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the same question that you would ask of your your business networks? Like, would, would you not necessarily ask it so bluntly or crassly, but would you say, well, all right, then you go through your phone book or whatever and you've got you're at this networking meeting. It's key, is it key to understand what they could do for you? I know that seems a bit harsh and, and maybe cold, mm. but is that important? How they can help you and your business? Or well, do you how, you can, how you can help each other. Okay. Because hopefully there's, you know, I've been to a lot of networking meetings where I've met different people and sometimes it's more a case of them needed my support, mm. which is fine. Um, and then other times it's a case of well because of what they do for example I met somebody at a networking meeting where he does reputational um, he, he kind of builds rep- helps to build reputations and maintain your reputation through getting reviews mm-hmm. on your business and making sure that you put out the best ones and blah 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 so in terms of what I do and branding and reputation is a big part of that mm-hmm me being able to connect with him and do some work with him and help bring what he does into my business is is a connection that's good for me as well. So it's it's just about finding the people, looking at the areas of your business where you need support or where you need extra help and seeing if there's anyone in that network that can help you and vice versa. If, if you can go and meet somebody who needs to use a studio, for yeah. example, or... You know, wants to do a particular event that that you could help them with. That's that's it's about collaboration more so than you just taking. That's a great point as well. You, I knew you'd have fantastic points. <laughs> um, I like what you said about collaboration because you know, in the few networking meetings that I go to, and in music, music's just I'm not going to say it's the worst for that, but I have a publishing company as well. Um, and music publishing, by the way, people. So if you need syncs and that kind of stuff, holla. Um, Not the ones you put in your bathroom or your kitchen. 
You see, we, oh, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> um, I know it's early in the morning, but people know what I'm talking about. Um, no, sorry. So you go to these publishing meetings, right? Or, or, or gatherings. So a label may put on an event, you know, where they'll have a couple of artists that are performing, obviously the label's artists. And you have a bunch of publishers that are there. So it's their way of showcasing, right? And mm-hmm. um, a conversation usually lasts initially between maybe a minute and three minutes and it's usually hello how are you who are you what do you do what can you do for me and it's not said so bluntly but essentially that's what it is and for me that's probably part of the reason why i don't really like networking meetings because i'm always like yo these people are just trying to squeeze you for what you can do for them nobody's interested in maybe collaborating and then it got me to thinking maybe that's the way that we need to be but because all those years ago we, I, my working life, I suppose, started in a company where it wasn't about that. And similar with you, it started in a company where it wasn't wasn't about that. It was about collaborating and how we can work together and how we can mutually, you know, our skills can mutually benefit each other for the greater good of the company. Mm. I just never, it just doesn't sit well with me being like that. Mm. So I think it's great you talking about um, collaboration. And certainly in the music industry, people need to learn how to collaborate more and share ideas more because there's always that um, mentality of nah I'm not going to share this idea with that person because they might take it and run with it and you know when when fundamentally we both could put that idea to put two ideas together and make one greater idea mm. um, so when you're dealing with small businesses and we you know I know you spoke briefly about small businesses training and all of these things and all of these platforms because I want you to go into more depth about them actually, actually and talk some more um, elaborate some more because there's no trade secrets here. Um, <laughs> when you're dealing with these small businesses, what are their what are the key do's and don'ts when you're a small business and you're oh no sorry what are the key do's and don'ts for a person leaving work for whatever reason leaving this the safety of a nine to five with a bus moving down your neck and telling you what you should do or you shouldn't do and branching out by themselves, what are some of your key do's and don'ts that you've seen, um, experienced, or even, you know, helped people with? Wow, that's a good question. Give me the Tim Curley answer. That's a great question. (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) I'm glad you asked that question, Dianne. (laughs) Now, what's the answer? (laughs) Um, I'm going to give you you two answers Mm -hmm. to that. The first answer is, you don't have to leave straight away. Okay. If you don't feel comfortable leaving your security net, if you like, straight Mm. away until you've got something up and running, like I said, it's fairly easy nowadays to set up a business. And depending on what it is you want to do, you can do it fairly quickly. Mm. You can get your your website done. You can, you know, get products and sell them through your website or whatever. And you can do that all online. So you don't have to physically leave your job if you don't really want to straight away or you can go part-time and do that Mm part-time. So that would be the first thing. In terms of do's and don'ts, what I would say is that really understand the market that you're going into. Don't just open up and then just not... and think that your idea is so brilliant (laughs) and that it's going to work. Let me interrupt you real quick, real quick, real quick. So remember Mm -hmm. where you were? Mm Mm-hmm. In your whole time in marketing, yeah. how many completely brilliant, brand new, never thought of before ideas have you come across? Um, not that many. 
Yeah, I, 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 that's that's the point I would make because what we tend to do maybe is think, yeah, our idea has never been done before. Maybe don't do any research. So that's good. And I, I hate interrupting you, but it's kind of good. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you don't do that much research and then you start, you get out in the field and you realise somebody down the road has been doing the same thing for a little while and you're like, oh, shucks, I've left work for this now. Mm. Um, so yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, so do your research, understand your market, what they're looking for, you know, what they want to they want to get out of you having said that as well um i listened to some i went through some training a few weeks ago just before christmas and somebody said something that really resonated with me in the sense of people there's certain people that can only hear your voice as much as there's loads of other people out there doing it there's certain people that can only hear you and how you present it and how you do it and in terms of competition as well, because we, we, we've we been indoctrinated into thinking that, you know, you can't share things because somebody else might steal the idea or, you know, we're so competitive, you have to be so competitive. But we're in a, we're in a time now where there's so many different people out there doing the same or similar things. It is more about that relationship. It's more about how you put yourself across. It's more about you know what you say and what you do and where you go and blah 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 that people relate to so and there's so there's like how many billions of people are there in this world nine billion there's billions of people yeah across the world mm-hmm. do you know what i mean that can get access to your business your content your whatever it is you're doing and they will appreciate you i'll give you another good example brands is branding is about preference and we all have our specific preferences. Adidas trainers, night trainers. Somebody that buys Adidas trainers is not necessarily not going to buy a pair of night trainers. But they prefer Adidas. But they might prefer Adidas. I get that. Yeah. I do my main shopping in Tesco mm-hmm. every week. You're posh. But it, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I won't go in Iceland or Lidl <laughs> mm. <laughs> to buy the odd bits here and there or, or Sainsbury's or whatever. But my, my main preference is Tesco. Don't be afraid of competition because there's enough out there for everybody. When you think about the amount of people in this world, there is enough out there for everybody. So don't be afraid of competition. That's a great point. Um, and competition is healthy as well and it kind of helps you, I suppose, be a little bit more creative. What you know, what you hit again, great points. What you hit again there is some people can only hear your voice, which is so great because things like music, Mm. and um, being an artist and you know that's why you get some of these top five conversations and you'll say I prefer this singer or I know you like R&B I prefer this singer over that particular singer but technically the singer that you don't really prefer is probably a better technical singer than the person that you do prefer but it's just the way they come across and how that relates to you mm. which is what I suppose you're saying in, 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 the, in the whole broader spec of business mm. in a world of so many people there's going to be a few that listen to you yeah as long as you get yourself out there i suppose yeah and you just you just got to think about things in a logical way we don't just it's it's very rare that you just stick to one brand mm. you don't we like variety we like to have choice <laughs> isn't that just a recent more well, i say recent probably the last 10 or so years in england because i know that in America, they, they they switch brands, you know, loyal, loyalty isn't there, but things like your bank account, you know, when we're talking about loyalty, 
Um, people never people used to have the first bank account that they ever had and just stay with that forever and ever. I mean, but now people are getting more accustomed to maybe switching around and getting what's best for them, maybe out there. Mm. Um, but I can guarantee you, those people will have multiple accounts. Absolutely. I don't. I've got accounts with Barclays and Santander. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily think one is better than the other, but I do have accounts with both. Nice. You don't, that kind of that level of loyalty. I don't think is there anymore because there is no, there's no such thing as a monopoly. As no. much as people may think there is in some certain places, there isn't. There's no such thing as a monopoly. You know, so being able to have that choice is what we all look for. You don't just go to one brand for one thing. You might go to one brand in particular most of the time, but it doesn't mean you won't look elsewhere. No. And, and that's what you've got to keep your mind open to is that your your the people that listen to you and buy your music and go to your events and whatnot, it doesn't mean they're not going to listen to someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I openly, you know, funnily enough, I openly encourage that. Mm-hmm. I openly encourage, there's there's a few brands now and that, that we're doing it maybe, we do our things slightly different um, because we incorporate maybe a few different um, genres that most people wouldn't. But once upon a time, um, a rave would be dancer, hip hop, R and B, garage maybe, something like that. You know, the, you know, you wouldn't see soca, you wouldn't see zook or merengue or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So we kind of bring in the, the the other element elements. So the Spanish speakers, the Spanish Caribbean, we bring in, we bring in the French Caribbean, Spanish Caribbean, normal Caribbean, English Caribbean, Dutch Caribbean, all of that. We bring in when we're putting on our raves, mm-hmm. you know, um, just to just because we represent, you know. Caribbean and Caribbean influenced music, which has such an impact on the world's music as well. Yeah. Um, but said, having said that, there are a few people that that were doing it prior, um, and I'm always open and I'm always saying, "Look, man, you know, when I get emails or whatever saying when's your next one in such and such a place, I'll say, oh, yeah, we're not back for maybe two, three months or whatever, but such and such is happening, so maybe go check them out." Um, I because I feel as though if you're in it for the culture, it doesn't matter what the name is, you know what I mean? But um, without naming any names or anything, you know, you realise there's there's people behind and, and they're watching what you do, so whatever step you take or however you broaden your horizons, they start doing it and so on. Because obviously you're going to always notice a competition. Um, and at first it was annoying me. I, can't, I, I cannot lie. Mm. You know, it's almost like okay I've done that this week and now all of a sudden you're doing that and it's irritating and alright cool but then you get to that point where you're just like well alright then cool well, you know say imitation is a form of flattery yeah but you know <laughs> you can't take flattery to the bank and it don't pay your bills right so <laughs> this um, is true <laughs> no this here's, is true. here's my rent flattery hold <laughs> some flattery for my rent nah but um, you realise you can't get annoyed at that you have to just keep on striving you have to you have to keep on trying to build your brand and working in collaboration with everybody else that actually has good intentions for the culture because that's what we're here for mm. we're for the culture we're not really here to, to pillage off the, off the culture mm. um, but yeah moving on so we're not necessarily scared or frightened of competition we understand competition is going to come and it's going to happen naturally um, we do want to be the competition <laughs> but we want to do so in a friendly way and we want to we want to really do that by being the best that we can and knowing that the people kind of that resonates with the people that listen to our voice mm-hmm. um that's such a great saying i'm gonna uh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm stealing quite a few things from today, yeah. For free, for free. So let's turn up the level, turn up the pace. Bungie Garland featuring Shensia. Sound of soca. Take a trip, take a trip, take a trip, take a trip now. Take a trip now, boy. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, wow. Take a trip, let you sound go down, y'all. Wait down, you're all angry, are you young, y'all? Turn up the phone, y'all. Talk off the tongue, y'all. Why not go wrong, y'all? Put it on a man or a girl or the song, y'all. International, are you local? Home party and strain the vocal. Keep a joke, y'all. Son, put on your clothes and no re and go. Take a trip, take a trip, take a trip, take a trip now. Shake it, 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 shake Trinidad Carnival last year, my brothers, I'm so proud. Well, all of them is my brothers. Just now, big up yourself, Keisha, big up yourself, Sam, big up yourself, Bungie Garland. Such a big tune. And then to do the remix with Chensia. Love it when Jamaica and Trinidad come together and combine. So we're going to stay in a little bit of the soca flavor because we're going back to the carnival again next this year. I'm a week away from carnival. On the 7th of February, we're going to put on a party in Trinidad again. 
yeah. Rum and bass meets just now, we're gonna call it just bass. Pretty girl when I get behind yeah. you. All my friends will want to know where I find you. Find you. Where I find you. My mother, she'll go sign you. Tune called Drop That. Miguel. Yo, carnival outfits are gonna be mud. I wanna see the lighters raise, you know. From the time we step in a party, plenty woman around. Why? Me no want nothing else beside me.
that soca flavor, that soca vibe. It's gonna be so crazy, so mad. I cannot wait to be on the boat parties. I cannot wait to be on the beach. Sure. Maracas Beach. Doubles. Slight pepper. It's gonna be so mad in Trinidad. Then a little further, we're going back home to Jamaica after that to the Jamaica Carnival. But for now, let me tell you a little bit more about the Trinidad one. On the 7th of February, at the Black Box, Just Now meets Rum and Bass. You have a night called Just Bass. DJ Blase Vanguard from Trinidad. DJ Raka from out of Belgium. Myself, DJ D-Dots from in the UK. It's going to be so crazy. And the girl am I going to do this. What am I going to do? Vibes. Juve morning, me full of color. Had to go to work, but me never bother. Give me my mask and my glass now. Glass now. Give me my van and my pass now. Pass now. Pray for me when I reach the truck. Believe me, I don't give up. And it's waste and bucket, waste and bucket, waste and bucket, bumpers and tears. Waste and bucket, waste and bucket, waste and bucket, rum and mud. Waste and bucket, waste and bucket, waste and bucket, powder and oil. Waste and bucket, waste and bucket, waste and bucket. One voice. One voice. 
we spoke about we spoke about the do's and the don'ts, and you know, well, mainly we only spoke about one. Really, don't will yeah. do, which do was you, make sure research. you do your research. Um, what's a don't? And keep and keep learning, keep learning. Because do you think things, people stop learning? Yeah, really. I think people can get complacent. Okay. Don't don't think you know everything, because especially in the the marketing world, things change so quickly, mm. and the way that you're. You know, in the next 10 years, who knows how well we're going to be communicating with each other. You know, th- Facebook, Instagram, they're all new platforms. Mm-hmm. They're all new platforms. And not saying that they're not going to be in the next 10 years, but you don't know how we're going to be communicating with each other. And you have to keep learning that. And, and on top of that, they keep changing the way that you put your content out or how you put your content out and how you connect. So you Let, have to keep up with that as well. Let's talk about Facebook. <laughs> EPS. Let's talk about the platform that is Facebook. Once upon a time, I could post something and everybody that follows me, all of my friends, quote unquote, would see. Nowadays, I can't do that unless I sponsor it. Mm-hmm. And if I do sponsor it, I don't know. I don't. I think there's a friend of mine, and I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning his name, Shep Dog. Nice up records, big up yourself. He put on a rave and did a sponsored thing, and um, it was it just wasn't connecting. So he hollered at Facebook and said, "Yeah, I spent money here. Like it's supposed to have a reach of blah blah blah. You know when you put it in." Mm-hmm. And they said to him, "Well, all you can really do is put more money." So. When it comes to marketing, um, Dian, are we saying, especially because I know we're gonna we're gonna talk about the separate platforms, right, and the differences and what we should do. Is that right for a Facebook to? I mean, excuse me, that could be their business model, mm-hmm. but how does that work for me as a business? Just plowing money into this 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 Facebook vault and receiving little or no return. So as a as a person that deals with brand awareness. Do these things work? Does the Facebook um, promoted things work? I think it can, but it just again, it just depends on your content and depends on what you put out there and how you put it out there. Because it's about making that connection with people, and it's mm. it's all well and good to kind of say we're doing this event, it's on at this time, and blah 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 blah, and these people are going to be doing it. But we're so much more focused on well. You know what's in it for me, mm. or how can I? How is this going to help me? Or how is it going to? You know, what am I going to get out of it? If you don't have that kind of angle in there, sometimes it can hit and miss. I got you. You know, and Facebook have this thing called a pixel. Have you heard of Facebook no, pixel? No, Okay, so some of you might have heard about this Facebook pixel. If you go into Facebook and go into their business um, section, you can search for it. And it's basically a code. <laughs> okay. So you take this code and you put it into your um, other online platforms. So you can put it into your website, for example. What? So what happens then is that Facebook tracks that pixel mm-hmm. wherever you put it online. And whoever goes, it, it can see, because Facebook's such a massive platform and pretty much, quote unquote, everyone is on it or mm. a lot of people are on yeah. it. What they will do with that pixel is that they will um, track the sorts of people that are going to your website or going to your online content and they will match it. 
So when you do a when you do an advert yeah. or boost a post, I wouldn't say boost. Do a proper advert. If you're going to do an advert, do a proper advert because then you can pick who it is it goes to. Yeah. And um, that pixel will then work more effectively with your with your ads as well because it will actually match people who have gone to your website so people who are actually interested in what you're in the content that you're putting out they will match it so they will send it to the people that have already gone that are on Facebook plus people any don't. similar matches so without if I don't do the pixel thing but I go to you know choose your audience and I say 18 to 24 or 18 to 64 because we don't discriminate um <laughs> people that listen to these these different um genres of music and you know you get quite specific with the targeted audience right mm-hmm. you're saying that the pixel as well helps the target. even drills it down drills even it down further, further. Um... and again it, even if you don't even if you don't use the pixel it's not it's free so yeah. you might as well use you it might as well, yeah. um even if you didn't use the pixel when you're doing that target, when you're targeting your audience, target people similar to you. Mm. So like, there's other artists out there doing what you're doing. Target them too. Put them into it. Yeah. <laughs> people who like whoever. Such and such, yeah. That's... And especially if they've got quite a strong following. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 does that, man. Even you know people that like flipping pink. <laughs> And stuff like that as an artist. We <laughs> put that Justin Bieber the works. Yeah. Nah, but um, that's great. So, and I mean, Facebook and Instagram are pretty, well, Facebook own Instagram anyway, so it's pretty much the same thing. Um, I do think about those two because obviously, you know, when you're putting together your Facebook ad, you can just click and say, do with Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how effective it is because you can, I always find not always, but the Instagram adverts, when I'm scrolling and you see an Insta ad come up and it's something like um, a calendar that you can fold away. I'm, I'm a gadgets person, right? So I always wonder to myself, does Facebook know that I like gadgets? Where have I said to Facebook that? Because it's always the gadgets one, ones that come up. Mm-hmm. But I'm always clicking on it and trying to find out how I can buy that. And then I think to myself... Oh. Yeah, well, that's what they do. Yeah, they, It's called retargeting, it, so they what they do is when you retarget an advert, when you click on something, it follows you. And it's not just Facebook that does that, it's Google does it as well. So it, I know Google's all up in your business. Yeah, so, <laughs> so is Facebook. So they all, they they will just push content to you that follows what you're interested in, even if you just clicked on it once, even if you clicked on it by accident. Wow. <laughs> and remember that Facebook also and WhatsApp. <laughs> so anything that you're talking to, you send to, even though they say they're not tracking you, they are. Basically. Potentially, yeah. Okay. Potentially. Um, but we're not here to talk about all those brands. We're here to talk about your brand and how you help. So we spoke about the, the, the small business and, and also looking for that larger business. So we've gotten to a point where we're a small business, we're bubbling over. Okay. We're going to our network meetings, we're enjoying collaborative um projects. Mm-hmm. Um and we're building we're building out from there. Um as you say now is that challenge of of becoming working with larger I suppose networks or working with larger companies um if that is it if you're a musician that would mean in musician terms 
maybe collaborating with bigger arti- artists or getting yourself visible to a greater platform of people that are going to either purchase your music, which nowadays when you've got Spotify and you've got Tidal and you've got Deezer and you've got all of these other things, people ain't really purchasing music. Mm-hmm. So you have to do interest, more interesting stuff, which is get them to come to your show or get them to buy your merchandise. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you engage... So we spoke briefly about it earlier and we spoke with we dabbled here as well. Engaging the audience. Yeah. What do we first of all? How do we ascertain? How do we find who our target audience is? So me as a musician, right? I, I go onto Insta, Facebook, um, and even YouTube, and it'll tell me your main audience are this type of demographic, mm-hmm. right? I don't necessarily want to just aim at them all the time, but I know that those are the people that listen to my music really. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you found that demographic, does that have to be your target audience because those are the people that like it, or is that advisable because those are the people that check for you? Does that make sense? That question. Yeah, I think people people buy into things for different reasons at different stages throughout their lives. So if you're looking, or you know, depending on where they live, or you know, whatever, but it. <laughs> you don't have to necessarily narrow yourself to one specific audience but if you are going to target a different audience understand what they want what makes them tick yeah because if you want them to if you want them to connect with you if you want them to follow you buy from you whatever you need to serve what their needs are so you need to understand what it is that makes them tick in order to get them in terms of what you do in Mm. order to get them to connect with you so basically, once again, it's research, research, research. And regardless of what arena that you're in, it could be music, it could be your YouTube blogger, it could be your reviewer, you could be a scientist, you could be, a, you know, whatever the case is. Mm. It's research. Find out about your target audience. Or if you're targeting another... And I know I'm repeating what you just said. If you're targeting another audience, find out what makes them tick so that you can offer those services. And if you can't offer those services, then allow it. it's not really maybe mm. what you should be doing. I mean, try it. Try it. I mean, marketing and is is about testing mm. a lot of the time because not everything's going to work and just because something works for somebody else it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you so, and vice versa yeah so it, it's kind of you just need to test sometimes you just need to do something if it ain't working <laughs> but at what point go. do you decide at what point do you think why well, this ain't really working is it when you run out of money is it <laughs> you know when, when do you decide that it's not working yeah potentially I mean if you're not getting the engagement that you expect from that audience or you're not it's not mm. growing the way that you expect it to you have, you have to set yourself targets yeah measurements in order for you to say right we want this amount of people ideally by this amount of time coming to our events and if they're mm. not then they're not you kind of have to set those benchmarks in place for you in order for you to see whether or not it's working if you don't do that you could be just you're just throwing mud at a wall yeah and hoping that it will stick um and that isn't just events i think like for me with 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 business um what business has meant to me over the years is i have to do several things you know there's one specific business model that i have me this is me as a personal rather that's away from rum and bass so what i do is not just rum and bass you know we've got record labels we've got publishing 
we deal with things, things in adverts, we do, we do the works. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as that side is concerned, the record label obviously does what a record label does. Um, you know, so we've got, I think, or what has worked for me is having various income streams. Yes. Um, and not just being solely reliant on one thing. Um, Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree with that. Having different income streams, diversifying your business interests. Tim Kelly. We love that word, diversification. <laughs> diversify your business interests. Do, yeah. Find a way of doing what you can do in another way or tying in something that is um, that complements your main business mm-hmm. um, into what you do so you've got an additional income stream. Like me with the, the online training... I'm just doing what I'm doing through another another medium. Mm-hmm. You know, go, I'm going to start doing more speaking and face-to-face training this year. So that's another income stream for me on top of my client income stream. Mm-hmm. So it's, it definitely is about diversification. And especially nowadays when people consume information in so many different ways. Absolutely. It's easier. And you at the moment, you've got your... And we've been here a little while and we haven't even mentioned your social media platforms. So if you want to tell people your URLs and stuff now. So my Twitter is at DPS Brand. My um, Facebook is DPS Brand Consultancy. My LinkedIn is me, so that's Dion Smith. (laughs) I do have a business page as well, which is DPS Brand Consultancy. (laughs) Um, Instagram is DPS Brand as well. Um... I think you that's have, all the platforms like, I'm on. Tumblr and I don't all these things. Um, I I do this for a living and I don't have time for all of them. <laughs> for all of these platforms, man, it, it it gets to me sometimes. And we were speaking about this a little bit earlier. Um, all of that you need to do. What I normally use is Hootsuite or Hootsuite or however Hootsuite, Hootsuite whatever. Um, and then I can just do one post. I can also schedule it. Mm. Um. And it puts out everything. The only thing that irritates me is that it doesn't do Instagram. Yeah. So if it did, maybe the guys at Hootsuite can take this as a, you know, I don't know, some friendly recommendations. Um, if you can do Instagram, that'd be great. But yeah, I schedule them. And they come up whenever they come up. I schedule them to come up and then we're kind of good to go. Bring your back and cock up when you clean on the spot. Make me feel like you're ready to touch. You bring down the body, that was fine. Now tell me, I'm lifting it up. Show me all, put your hand on it. Turn around, start to rub on it. Cause in this position, there's no intermission. And she ball out. Ah, 
Ricardo Drew. Watch, you, know? you know, sometimes some people don't like you, they don't know why. You know, it could just be because they're jealous of your success. Oh, it's so easy, man. Well, go and blind them with it. But every man has go and deaf them with it. Progression. She crossed my mind, I take off the panty time All when them see me and you in a the same design For some reason the girl, them still just break my mind So don't pray garbage and garbage and garbage Injecting at them girl system like cartridge yeah, Might now buy the property, them cash But everything a mortgage and mortgage and mortgage Make moves and execute big pans, them Sing about my life in a them songs and a Talk about everything we do wrong, we don't know what's next But make a tell you why them fits A true dollar run with down Britney's while them a run around headless Man a pre money in a excess To be young, take six Missy, missy Y'all a run with young breathless Some of them a run around headless And that man No time for hold and stress Yeah, yeah Yeah, young, come wise Be a gun see we get overture Overture Put on the highway With a big spliff up up and the breeze a blow Doing it my way <laughs> Laughing in them face Ha, 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 ha who no like man ways? Oh, it's so easy, man. Yeah, yeah. How we no see no man. No, but every man, I see we like them, I see woman. You no see, yeah. Never see when we are work for so long. Them on go see the houses and the cars, them and the vans. We are live life and execute big plans, them up. Talk about man life in them songs, and up. Highlight everything we do wrong, we no know what next. When the cattle are wide, them vex. Two dollar run with down breathless. At that, while them are run around headless. At that, man, I pray money in a excess. Yeah, yeah. To be young. Me say, y'all a run with down breathless Some man a run around headless We got no time for hold and stress We are young, take six And you, you, they'll tell you, this is what we're trying to do. It's either A, working, we found that this is working a little bit, we need it to work a little bit more, or it's just not working at all. Dion, please, DIY SOS, help <laughs> us out. 
and that's what you do, right? That's what I do. I do, I do. So I will help people understand from a strategic standpoint what they need to do in order to make their brand more consistent because I've worked with a lot of businesses who don't understand about consistency. So it's like you talk about McDonald's and you know different brands that you recognise. You recognise them because they are consistent in what they do. And I've worked with brands who, you know, this is that colour and that is that colour. And it's like, well, who who are you supposed to be? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> so from the brand perspective, it's kind of helping them be consistent and get that message out in the right way. But then on a tactical side of things, for me, it's more about just helping increase visibility. So that, again, it's kind of like, well, you know, put out YouTube videos, put out... Um, content on your social media platforms write a blog show your experience and show your knowledge and your and build your influence that way you know so I help them do that what the results of that are are what they are because I can't affect the sales process no (laughs) I can encourage it but I can't necessarily directly affect it although and I I I build websites for people as well and I can put all the SEO search engine optimization into that to make sure that they, they again, they're visible as much as possible on Google and other search platforms. But, you know, when it comes to doing advertising and stuff, I don't directly do that. Yeah. I've, I work with people that do. So yeah. if that's something that people want to do, then yes, I can offer that. Um, but I don't directly do it myself. Yeah. So I'm more what I do is more based around strategy and content development and just advising people on how they can do things so from your from your perspective as far as um, businesses are concerned obviously we said this and we said that there's the platforms are growing all the time people are doing a lot as far as their businesses are concerned on these platforms all the time um, and the growth is there to be made if you essentially do what you're good at and find different ways of doing what you're good at mm. and offering your services and find different ways of approaching different services yeah. so how do you aside from network meetings how else do people attract um, traction attract traction Attraction, <laughs> attraction. How do no? But how else do you attract? Um, you know, Joe blogs that may not necessarily know about you. How do you kind of? All right, then let me just rephrase that. One of my main challenges as a business mm-hmm. is getting that interest from Facebook and Insta and Twitter and getting them onto the website. Mm-hmm. Okay, because once you're in the realms of the website, you can look around, you can go to the shop, you can see what you like, you can listen to the radio as people are doing now. You can do all of these things. Um, but the vast majority of people, and I do it myself, we don't necessarily click through the, those links to go to the website. So, and I'm sure other people have those kind of challenges. So, how do you get that from an interest and convert that to a, you know, a solid, yeah, I've looked around and then you can use the pixel and you know kind of work it from there why should they click because they're interested yeah but why are they interested 
So you need to give them a so not just a call to action. You need to give them a yeah. Tell them what them the benefits in. are. How are you helping them? What wow. what what challenge are you overcoming for them? Hmm. What is their interest in what you do or your area of expertise? What what is it? That's a good point. You That's kind of almost point. have to. It's it, it's it's very much got to be benefits driven. Yeah, rather than the other way around. Rather than come and see me. Yeah, because I'm like, the best thing since sliced bread. No, how are you helping them? Yeah. We as consumers know that we have a lot of power. <laughs> but once upon a time, that wasn't the case, right? Or has it always been the case? Because sometimes you feel... Sorry, I know I'm not interrupting here as well. No. But it's a conversation, right? It's not just <laughs> a, an interview. Um, I almost feel as though... Once upon a time, we didn't realise that we had we had the power to change things as consumers. We just thought, okay, we get what we're given and, and that's what we've got to roll with. Mm. I think now more than ever, we realise that we can vote with our money, with our feet by not coming to your store. or not. I mean, look at what happened to even H, H&M the other day. Yeah. You know, they did what they did and I think South African stores had to close down and there's been a few things when people yeah, say, look, vandalised, yeah. Well, okay, it was vandalised. Okay, I mean, admittedly it was vandalised. <laughs> but, vandalized. You, know, you know, there's a point where... Before that even, they were apologising and they were saying, look, we're sorry, we messed up or whatever. Regardless of your feelings around how that managed to slip through the marketing net and the vetting net, um, I think when people just... And it's happened on more than one occasion with more than one, I suppose, um, brand. Um, when people start saying, no, we're not happy with this, um, we're, fle- we're almost flexing that muscle of being the consumer. I just... Mm. I don't... Or maybe it's the platform, or maybe I'm answering my own question here. Maybe it's the fact that there's so many platforms now. Um, people are just one tweet away. Because if I'm not happy, if I go on a flight or something and I'm not happy, the first thing I do, I don't even phone them no more. I just tweet. Like, mm. the other day I was on the Virgin train and it gave me a window seat, right? And the window seat was at the back of the train. So there was no, there was a window thing for the window, but no actual window, right? So I'm looking at what? <laughs> so I took a picture and I tweeted. I was like, yo, Virgin, what? what? What I'm going for this, mm. and um, we there was a bit of interaction, and we had a little bit of banter, and whatever, whatever, whatever. Ultimately, I needed to get from A to B, you know, and the train was around. I wasn't going to go nowhere else, but knowing that I can just do that mm. and get a response, and maybe if I wanted to pursue it a little bit further, I could have, you know, I could have changed the outcome. It's way more than because back in the days, like I'm going to sit online on hold forever and ever, amen. I'm not going to slow. Um, so yeah, I think. Overall, now we have got a lot of power as consumers. We're recognizing. So, as the other side of that, as a business, as you've said, we have to give people a reason, and and probably more than ten percent off whatever purchase you make. Maybe there's, or is that sufficient? Um, it may not be ten percent. Maybe whatever money off, whatever. It depends what it is. It depends on, like I said, it depends on that value that they're going to get from it. Okay. You know, I mean, you just. You just spoke about that Virgin Trains example, and it's easy for you nowadays to to kind of say, "Do you know what? Fix up, or else the whole world is going to know." Yeah, yeah, and that's and it's, it. That's that's your reputation. Reputation is easy to damage now. And you can't so much it. quicker to damage. Yeah. So you have to manage that really well. We all make mistakes. We're human mm. beings. It it happens. Do you know what I mean? So, but it's it's how you deal with it on when you deal with that customer. It's kind of like apologize, say I'm sorry, it shouldn't have happened, blah blah blah. Get on the front of it, 
don't mm. wait for it to fester and fester and fester and not do something about it we have a big issue with service in this country and i'm going to give you an example now mm. please do in terms of branding and reputation mm-hmm. and how it can affect and, and this goes back to culture as well and how it can affect how you're seen as a business was it my son is now seven so when he about eight years ago i had the opportunity this just before we finished at Edward Jones, i had the opportunity to go and buy my first brand new car mm-hmm. and i always wanted the mercedes c-class compressor and so i went to the the garage in beckenham i might add um, oh wow, we're calling names and we're, we're calling names now. Went uh, to the garage in Beckenham. Disclaimer: the view of Dion <laughs> does not have anything to do with my personal opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, and saw the car on the forecourt. Was really excited. It's my first car. I'm going to buy first brand new car. Went into the showroom and believe I've told this story to so many people, and I use it a lot as a case study. So I went into the into the showroom. And I said to the guy, guy came up to me and said, well, can I help you? So I told him which car I was interested in. He's like, I can't, come and sit down. I go and sit down with him. Then he starts talking to me about how much a car costs. Okay. And, you know, what, this is how much it costs. This is how much it's going to be monthly. This is how much deposit you're going to put down. And it was at that time when you could, they'd done the first scrappage scheme where you could scrap it, whatever car it was, you could scrap it for two grand mm. or get two grand off a car and then blah, blah, blah. So it was around that time. And he was just so standoffish with me. His yeah. demeanour, everything was just kind of like, he did not want to have a conversation with me. Okay. He had to. but he, And this is a Mercedes garage. Yeah. This is this is like a prestige brand yeah. to, to a certain extent. And that's not what I expected. Yeah. Didn't expect that at all. You know, and I, I left there and I felt really quite upset because I was so excited about going to get this car. And I felt really dejected when I came out of there. Yeah. I thought, I'm not going back in there again. Fair enough. <laughs> as much as he told me how much it was, and I also said to him, well, I can't really afford that. Yeah. And being a sales company, you would think that he would negotiate with me a little Option, bit because yeah. he wants me to buy the car. But at the end of the day, he's getting commission out of it, yeah. regardless. No, none of that. So I was quite upset. A few days later, I thought, okay, I quite like the One Series. So let me go to BMW. So I went to BMW in Blackheath, which is no longer there, I might add, and had a completely different experience. Completely different experience. So he brought me in, sat me down, spoke to me about how I could cust- literally took me through customising the car. He told me what the price was, but he said it really depends on what you have on it. Um, so took me through the whole customisation experience. Choose your wheels, choose the colour, what interior trim do you want? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want the other? So I literally built the car according to how I want it. I wanted it. And that whole experience, as much as the price still came out higher than I wanted it to be, guess what? Guess what? Still went for it. I bought the car. Of course. Now, that's what I'm saying to you. It's about that experience that you give to them. It's about, you know, what is it that's going to make them buy from you? Add value. Add value. Give them an experience. Why should they come to you over and above going to Joe Bloggs down the road? It's about that experience. So, I like that. Um, and last week we spoke to Shadow, who is, um, I was telling you earlier, he's an artist out there that started selling CDs out, the, um, out of his car, bag, whatever, and has built up to being close to, if not the number one, independent, 
um, artist merch. He has stores up and down the country, pop-up stores and so on and so forth. And one of the things that he talked about was customer experience and um, adding value. You know, not just coming... And he sells, you know, bug standard. They're not bug standard, but literally T-shirts, hoodies, caps, that kind of thing as merchandise. But there's a reason why people buy from him rather than the other artists. And it's that customer experience. It's that value that he adds. He speaks to them. He communicates with them. They feel comfortable with him. Mm. He takes them through the whole... You know, when they stop by his shop, he takes them on tour of the shop. You know, he says, I've got these. You can buy a wristband, USB wristband. You can do this. You can do that. Da, 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 da. You don't have to spend your money. But if you spend £5, I fully appreciate it. And that's one of the things that he even said um, last week was, you know, however much £3, £5, whatever you buy from the store, I fully appreciate it, you know? And I appreciate that as much as I appreciate somebody coming in and spending £200 on my headphones. Mm. You know, it's it's that value and the customers feel appreciated because whenever you go through his YouTube, you can see that the customers are saying, I saw your shop here and we spoke and I bought this, you know? Mm. And they really support him. And that Mm. almost translates... It doesn't almost. It does also translate into, even though his music's available on Spotify and these other streaming services, people still go to his website and buy his music. Hmm. So, it's that value. It is that value, and it's like I said, it's that appreciation. Mm. There isn't one person out there that doesn't want to be appreciated for what they do or True. you know how they feel. Not one person. True. And I don't believe there is. <laughs> one so, so you talked about appreciation, but then in the same sense with him. He's very, which is another thing that I also do, is about personal branding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about personal branding is so much more of a bigger thing nowadays than it used to be. And you what see, do you mean by personal branding? So, you. Elaborate. So you, your mm-hmm. personal brand, who you are. Okay. People buy from people. People buy into people. I agree because um, big nasty. Yeah. Um, he was on Good Morning Britain. This one. Was on Good Morning Britain. <laughs> this morning. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> this morning's um actually it's now Monday six o'clock in the morning um he was on Good Morning Britain a few mornings ago <laughs> that's nah, a pre-record still um Big Nas is a perfect example of people buying into him um he's a grime artist um really 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 he's a great guy he's a great human being but he's funny as fuck right and I can swear it's my podcast <laughs> um and it's taken him years of doing, you know, he was doing grime and that was great. And I'm sure he was selling loads and he was still doing his, you know, um, doing his shows and doing his clubs and arenas and whatever. I think when people actually via Grime Report, etc., saw how entertaining he was as an individual, just as a regular dude, his stuff's just grown, mm. right? And to the point of Good Morning Britain, mm. That's massive. I didn't know about Good Morning Britain, by the way, but I know he was on some other show the other day. To the point of Good Morning Britain, it's taken him, it's a lot of hard work, but now he's out there just on the strength of just being himself and people will buy from him. Yeah. You know, um, now I think that's really a great point. So speaking of adding value, Miss DPS, tell us what value do you add to these companies out there? What can you do for the people if they want to get in contact with you, you told them where they can get in contact with you, but we're going to go through that again so that we make sure that we plug them and make sure that they know. <laughs> but what value do you add to people out there that think that they may need the assistance of a branding consultant? 
So my goal is to help businesses and individuals bring out the best in themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's how I add value. I I want to help you be the best that you can possibly be, which is why I have that tagline, great business to great brands. Because it's it's not about me, it's about you. And it's about how how can I help you do what you do even better and mm. be you know find that little that thing that's kind of stopping you from from going from a to z mm-hmm. and and help you develop that and improve it and get better and put yourself out there more so that people buy into you i just want i just want my businesses to be the best that they can possibly be fantastic and i work with them to see what their skills are what their experience is and and help them develop that so that they can do that they can they can get themselves out there and they can build that authority and that influence and that's that's what I do and that's what well no let me let me ask a different question what so when it comes to business when it comes to branding etc what keeps you awake at night What keeps me awake? Okay, so doing my training, having to record, sit there and record my training. Mm. You know, making sure that again I do things. I'm quite fussy and quite particular about how I do things. Mm. And I see a lot of other people doing things who are making a lot of money. And I look at it and I think to myself, well, that's not as good as it could be. Mm. You know. And, you know, people might look at my stuff and think the same thing, but I, you have to be comfortable with what you're putting out because you're putting your name to it. Mm-hmm. So what keeps me awake is is feeling comfortable about what I'm doing, knowing that I can feel proud of it, and that, that I'm putting it out there and that I'm helping somebody. You know, not just that I'm just doing something because I want to make some money. Yes, I do want to make money, but... As we all do, this is Met Money Monday, by the way. (laughs) I want to to make it in a way that is authentic and that really helps it, that it adds value. Mm. Because you can do something shoddy quite easily. I could have put out my training ages ago. I've been working on this for almost a year. I could, could have put it out ages ago. But I want it to be useful. I want people to get something out of it. I don't want you to have to pay for something and then you turn around and say, do you know what, that was a load of crap. Oh, I didn't get anything out of that at all. And with that, um, when you say put out your training, are you talking YouTube or are we talking other, or are we talking the training modules for businesses or what? Yeah, so, the training modules for not just business, for individuals as well. For, for, okay. So I'm using an actual training platform to put mm-hmm. my training onto um, oh. called Teachable. Um, there's different ones out there that you can use, um, but this one you can brand it to your own business. And which we know is important. Which we know is important. Um, all right, so it's DPS Consulting. It's DPS Brand Consultancy. Yes. <laughs> www.dpsbrandconsultancy.co.uk or DPS Brand on Twitter and Instagram and DPS Brand Consultancy on Facebook. And if we want to email you or email DPS Brand Consultancy... You can email me directly to dion at dpsbrandconsultancy.co.uk or info at dpsbrandconsultancy.co.uk. Before you go, I normally ask this question. 
I need two recommendations from you of books. Of books, okay. Mm-hmm. We're not talking fiction books here. Okay. We're not talking Pirates of the Caribbean, but we're talking <laughs> about books that you would recommend somebody read that's in a position similar to what we're talking about here and what we have been talking about, small business, business that's growing, business that wants to get bigger, um, um, bigger business that wants to get bigger business or whatever, develop. Um, what would you recommend? Two books. So, I Think and Grow Rich by Robert Kiyosaki. That's a good book. And the other one by Napoleon Hill, which is gone out of my head now which one no thinking grow rich is napoleon hill it might be it's What's rich one? dad poor dad that's, that's yeah so let's start. yeah no wonder See, i kind of got them both in there one way or another <laughs> so rich dad poor dad robert kiyosaki yeah and um think and grow rich napoleon hill yeah all right um thank you so much dps brand consultancy <laughs> Um, this has been Met Money Monday. People, I hope that the tips that we've given you here on the conversation that we've had here has added value to your business today. Um, until next time, you know the thing. Same place, same time. Make Money Monday, Dion. We need to say Make Money Monday. Make Money Monday. See, that's what make you get. money every day, but Make Money Monday is special. See, that's what you get when you work with English people. They can't even say Mech. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hope you feel energized. I hope you feel ready to take on the week, take on the day. Hey, hey, make money, make money, make money, make money. You're going to see me again and hear me again next week, same time, same place. 6 a.m. Monday morning. Yeah. And also, don't forget to click on the share button. Click on the like button. Click on the follow button. Make sure your friends know about us. Download the show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But we're going to ride out with this one, yeah? Everybody keep on doing this one. Hear it. And yeah
lot of confusion But then 